They went on from there and passed through Galilee. And he did not want anyone to know, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, after three days he will rise. But they did not understand the saying and were afraid to ask him. And they went to Capernaum. And when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? But they kept silent. For on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down and he called the twelve. And he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a child and put him in the midst of them. And taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Father, thank you for your word written, your word incarnate in our Lord Jesus Christ, and your word spoken to us now through Holy Scripture and through this sermon. Truly, Lord, may the meditation of our minds and our hearts and the words of our mouths be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. We continue with Jesus on the way with his disciples. If you recall last week, he takes them out of their home territory, out of Galilee, that place full of overlooked people, that place so easily forgotten, and he takes them up to Caesarea Philippi, a place of religious pluralism, a place where Gentiles dominated, where both Caesar was Lord and many other Greek gods, namely Pan, where there was a shrine for that Greek god, And Jesus took them out there to ask them a question and to clarify for the disciples in their minds who he was. And he says, who do you say that I am? Peter answers, we remember, you are the Christ. And shortly thereafter, in another breath, as Peter rebukes Jesus, because Jesus is telling him, prophesying for the first time, I'm going to go to the cross, I'm going to be rejected by the scribes, the elders, the chief priests. I'm going to die, but on the third day I'll rise again. And as Peter rebukes him, Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. It's hard to find dignity for Peter in that moment. We, we may even think that he loses a little bit of his dignity as Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. And tonight we pick up with Jesus and his disciples as they now have moved on from there from the region of Caesarea Philippi up at the headwaters of Jordan. And they're moving down now into the region of Galilee. And Jesus, as he leads his disciples, is going to hone in more on his mission as Messiah. He's going to hone in more on what it means to be a disciple of his, a follower of his, someone who will hold closely to his word. Someone maybe even, who, maybe even who will meditate on his word day and night. And we find in this interaction that Jesus has with his disciples that there's a great dignity given to those who not only follow Jesus, but those who are sent out by Jesus. We see that they're in Capernaum. Capernaum was their home base. It was the place that Jesus called home. It's where Peter lived. It's Peter's house, and it was kind of the place that they would hang out. They were taken care of. 
They were cared for there on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. And as they're in Capernaum, Jesus asks them a question. And he asks them a question not because he's curious to know the answer or to have the content of a conversation that the disciples had while they were moving, coming back from Caesarea Philippi. But Jesus asks them a question in order to introduce some more teaching. If I was a smart dad, instead of just saying, hey, I'm going to teach you a life lesson. <laughs> That's why you always leave a note or something like that. Instead of doing that and just telling them, I would say, I would ask a question. I would invite the children or the parishioners or whomever into a conversation. And that's exactly what Jesus does. And so he says, you guys, what were you talking about on the way? And they were silent because they were completely and totally embarrassed. Remember, this is one part of the coin of being fully human. Because we often get caught on rabbit trails. We often get caught following another ambition, another God, another idol. We often find ourselves not just standing in the way of sinners or walking in the counsel of the wicked, but sometimes we find ourselves sitting in the seat of scoffers. And so Jesus is loving and quick, not to point us out in order to berate us, but to say, what was it that you were talking about? Why was it that you felt that way about yourself? I wonder why you're so sad or angry or why you feel so lonely. And as Jesus gave voice to their words or gave permission for them to give voice to their words, they said nothing. And so he sits down and he calls them to himself and he says this, because he knew what they were talking about. He knew that they were worried about who was going to be the greatest of all. Now, think about it. Put yourself in their shoes. Jesus has just said, the Son of Man must be rejected, handed over, and die, and rise on the third day. So what would you and I do if we knew our boss was going to get kicked out? we got to figure out a succession plan. Surely there's a, a corporation we can call who can help us. We can give them our mission, our vision, our strategy. We, we can talk about all the things that we love, and they'll tell us who should be next. And so we find the disciples trying to figure out a succession plan. Who's going to be the leader next? What were you talking about? What were you discussing? What were you arguing about on the way? And so he sits them down and says, verse 35, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. That's so easy to listen to and follow, isn't it? In order to be first, in order to lead in this new creation that I'm inaugurating, I'm reading between the lines here, in order to receive what I have to give to you, disciples and peoples of St. Bartholomew's and beyond, you must be last. I know you want to be first. I know that your ambition makes you want to be first. I know because you're a three on the Enneagram, you want to be first. But you have to be last of all. And as if to dramatize this parable, he gets a child and brings a child and puts them in the midst. 
And he says this, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Now, what is Jesus talking about? Put yourself in the place of the disciples. Okay, so we got to be servant of all. And we have to, the kid is here. And we have to be like the kid? Look at what Jesus said. Whoever receives this child receives me. Jesus finds the person of lowest social class in the context. The kid. Now listen, children, those who are in here, and adult children as well, you are loved and adored and your parents drive you around and do all sorts of things for you and with you. But in this day, kids' kids opinions didn't really matter very much.